here to ask Yvette, and here we have a question. What are the metaphysical root causes of dry and hard hair? Hi everyone, Yvette Rose here and welcome. I'm so excited for this episode. And also for those of you who don't know me, I'm Yvette Rose. I'm also the founder of Metaphysical Anatomy Technique and also the book, which is a big book of 679 medical elements that is designed to help to know and understand the psychosomatic stress behind elements for adults. And we absolutely also have the children's version amongst many other books as well. And also we have wonderful free workshops, the master classes that I have every week. You can register at yvetterose.com and also our intuitive body workshop where you can learn how to read the body like a book I intuitive spirit guide workshop where you can learn how to meet you guys, how to do readings, how to heal with your guys, and how to actually also find your own healing modality within that as well. And also how to read animals and heal them at the same time. Then we also have our MIT level one healing course, which is a technique behind the big book that I have. And it's also to release and shift trauma effortlessly and very gently from your life and also your client's life if you choose to become a practitioner. And remember that if you bring two friends, you can come for free. So now let's dive into this question about what are the metaphysical root causes of dry and hard hair. Now, first of all, there's just a few things here. So I'm going to discuss certain medical causes that can cause this, and not all of them, just some of them. And then after that, we're going to assume then that it's excluded from these um, elements that they're not the cause and that you have this dry and hard hair and there's no real medical reason behind that. And then we will discuss the psychosomatics of that. So that's going to be our plan of action. So first of all, just here, dry hair develops, right? So it develops when your hair doesn't get or retain enough moisture. Now this, of course, it reduces its shine and also it can make it actually look a bit fizzy and dull at the same time. Now hair can also affect men and women of any age, but you're more likely to develop it as you get older. Now your hair, for example, also consists of three layers, right? So if your hair is healthy, natural oils under the outer layer actually help to protect the inner layers, and they can also reflect light, making your hair actually appear really shiny. So sheen and, for example, like luster are also two important signs of healthy hair. So when your hair is dry, the outer layer actually breaks down, causing it to appear dull and very unhealthy. Now, underlying causes can actually be malnutrition. You guys will be absolutely shocked to know and understand how the food of today is so deeply malnourished that we think that we actually have a great diet, but in reality, we don't. So what I love to do, for example, with my hair is I love my omega oils, especially omega-3 because it's anti-inflammatory. The moment you add six and nine, mating the combination, and you know you have autoimmune diseases or you have anti-inflammatory problems, like a lot of inflammation in your body, I would highly recommend that you switch down to omega-3 and your hair is gonna love it, absolutely love it. And so let's have a look at another medical condition that can actually contribute this. So one is hypoparathyroidism. Now, say, for example, if you have this, that means that the parathyroid gland in your neck actually produces too little parathyroid hormone, which actually decreases the level of calcium in your blood. Now, calcium is a key nutrient for healthy hair, as well as bones, teeth, and other issues. However, if you have too much calcium in the water that you wash your hair with, now we're going to have dry and hard hair. So that's also something to keep in mind as well. Now, another one that we can have is hypothyroidism. Now, for example, if your thyroid glands don't produce enough thyroid hormones, then dry and brittle hair is going to be one of the early symptoms of this condition. 
And Menkes syndrome is also another culprit in this. So if you have this syndrome, which is actually quite a rare genetic condition, your cells don't absorb enough copper. And that means that low copper absorption actually affects the health of your hair, causing dryness. So now let's, for example, say if you did have one of these medical elements, then I would highly recommend that you look at the psychosomatic stress of these elements first and then listen to the psychosomatic generalized um, patterns and algorithms behind dry hair if there is no element connected to it. So firstly, when we just look at dry hair, now we know there's a lot of stress involved, a lot of stress. Testosterone is pumping through you. There's a lot of um, cortisol pumping through the body. It's depleting the body of its nutrients. And that can even also cause a, a big level of malnutrition to a certain extent, not a big extent, but to a certain extent. But if you are already malnourished, then of course that little bit is actually going to be quite a big impact if we add that on top of that as well. So this also tells me that you are too much in your masculinity, whether you are male or female, it doesn't matter. You are too much in your masculinity. There's a part of you that might feel that I always have to fight for everything. Everything is a battle. Everything is a struggle. Go, go, go. Very intellectual. There's no time and space and place to take in emotions, to be with a person's emotions. So all the energy is stuck from your chin up into the head area. So if you're struggling with headaches, if you feel very inflamed in your head or just like a general, or there's always like a lot of heat around your head, that's one of the reasons why as well. It's because there's so much power and stress that's now being held in the head area. It's not being um, it's almost shared, as I would say, between the head, heart, and gut as well. So what you can do as well is just have a beautiful light above your head and pretend that it's dropping down into your heart, dropping down into your gut, into your hips, into your knees, into your feet. So you can actually help to start to almost like stretch out that energy so that it's not so concentrated in your mind as well. So just a few things to actually look at uh, there as well. So... Also, what now is happening is that there is almost a deep subconscious sense of disgust or feeling of unworthiness of being beautiful, being connected to your beauty. A lot of people actually associate their hair with beauty. It doesn't matter how long it is. As long as they have hair, they feel amazing. They feel confident. They feel fantastic about their sense of self about how they are seen by people, how worthy they think they are to people. So another thing that this also bringing up is stop comparing yourself to other people. Because if you were meant to be them, you would have, and you're not. And that is what makes you unique already. And that already should be enough. So now, so guys, there you have it. Thank you so much for being here with me today. And until next time, be the life that you are.